scripture in your bulletin is not correct, so listen to me as I give you the scripture reading and the, the sermon title. It will be different from what is in your, your bulletin. Let us go now to the New Testament Gospel of Mark. Mark chapter 6. Mark chapter 6, verses 1 through 6. Mark chapter 6, verses 1 through 6. And let us stand out of reverence for God's holy word. God's holy word. Mark says that Jesus left that place and came to his hometown, and his disciples followed him. On the Sabbath, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were just astounded. They said, where did this man get all of this? What is this wisdom that has been given to him? What deeds of power being done by his hands? Is not it the carpenter, the son of Mary, and the brother of James and Joseph and Judas and Simon, and, and are not his sisters here with us? And then they took offense. They took offense at Jesus. Then Jesus said to them, prophets are not without honor, except in their hometown and among their own kin and in their own houses. And he could do no deed of power there except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and cured them. And then Jesus was amazed at their unbelief. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Please pray with us. Almighty God, as I stand before your people today, won't you consecrate me now through thy service, Lord? By the power of grace divine, let my soul look up with a steadfast hope and my will be lost in thine. Please heal me in body, mind, and spirit now, and use me to your will. In Jesus' name I pray. Let the church say amen. Look at your neighbor and smile again. Smile, smile, smile. And say, neighbor. This morning, we're going to talk about dealing with failure. Jesus did as he 
considered his visit to his own hometown a failure. And it's so interesting that you and I, beloved, can we can identify numerous occasions when we experience failure too. Maybe the project you were working on connected with your job didn't tremendously see. Maybe you had an especially bad semester in school. And maybe your marriage or some other relationship just didn't work out. I don't know, maybe, maybe you feel like you failed as, as a parent. Maybe you were passed over for that promotion. Worked so hard, or maybe you were in a situation that you thought would be okay, and yet it backfired on you. But whatever, whatever way you have experienced failure, you have experienced something that is common to all of us. Look at your neighbor and say, we have all failed and fallen short somewhere in life. Amen. is how to deal with failure. And oh, I believe that the story of, of Jesus' experience in his own hometown can help us. Boy, it was at home, in his hometown, where Jesus himself experienced significant failure. His first, his first significant. The Gospel of Matthew said that when Jesus returned to his hometown, the people rejected him and his ministry, which means that his mission to the southwest region of Galilee was generally unsuccessful. That was such a shame because Jesus was having a very successful ministry before he decided to go home. You know how we do. We want to go home when we got something to show off. <laughs> Tell the truth. You know what I'm Beloved, everything was going good for Jesus before he went back home. When he went east to the region around the sea, he started making disciples of ordinary people. Just like you and me, almost immediately. The brothers, Simon and Andrew and James and John, were the first to follow him. But not only did he get disciples going and coming, but he continued traveling. He experienced an incredible and successful healing ministry. Oh, in Capernaum, he restored sanity to a crazy man who they said was possessed with demons. You can find them everywhere, man. You can find people influenced by demons, and you can find people possessed by demons. Somebody say amen. In that same place, even here, Simon Peter's mother-in-law who had a high, high fever. Later on, he healed a man who suffered with a withering hand. And this is just the name of two of the magnificent, wonderful things Jesus was accomplishing in his ministry. Beloved, let me tell you something. It was not long before Jesus' fame just spread all over northeastern Palestine. People came from miles just to see Jesus. They came from all over just to hear Jesus preach, just to touch him and just to be touched 
Because if I said they were hating back then, they just hate. I felt that way myself. 
I'm hardest on myself. Sometimes, every, not much, but every now and then, I listen to a sermon. I go, that was really bad. You bombed out that church. I didn't like it. It wasn't good enough. Sometimes I look at the church my pastor and go, Lord, I just feel like that. Say amen. amen. 
You see, beloved, just because we fail doesn't mean that we are a failure. Just because we fail doesn't mean that we are a failure. Just because we lose doesn't mean that we are a loser. It only means that we must change our strategy. Please, your neighbor, say, change the way you handle your business. Change the way you handle your business. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Some of us wonder why we don't have this and don't have that. Change the way you handle your business, boo. Now, now here, here, here it is, here it is. Too often, beloved, we make the mistake of allowing a failure to turn us into failures, and we allow a loss to turn us into losers, but, but you can fail and still be a success. In fact, most successful people have failed many times until they got it right. You can lose and still be a winner. Because what you experience does not have to be what you become. I, I need to say that again, y'all. Too often we make the mistake of allowing a failure to turn us into failures. And we allow loss to turn us into losers. But what we have to remember is what we experience does not have to be what we
then God presses through the doctor's report. Faith in Jesus presses through the he says, she says. Faith believing presses through the bill collector and the pastor. I was looking at some of, I was peeking at some of the kids the other day. Oh, Jesus, help me, Lord. Let me tell you something. When you don't tithe, it's a sign that you don't believe. You don't believe that Jesus would do more with your money than he did with your money. You don't believe that God will take care of you when you got two pennies like the widow and put it in the You don't believe because your treasure is for your heart. And so remember to spend time like this. Don't just fall to Receive the 